Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sports Department Podcast Wrestling Recap Version, where Stephen Clark, myself, Justin Valentovic, and Jesse Norman are here to break down this week in wrestling. Um, before we get into the wacky, wild world of WWE wrestling, fellas, how you doing today? Good, good, good. A little cold, a little windy up here, but uh, warm weather is definitely it's coming, so spring is definitely getting there, and snow is melting, so I'm very happy. I'm chilling. Nice Sunday. Nice, relaxing Sunday. Nice, nice, good. Jesse, how are you? Pretty good. I uh, hit on all my bets last night for basketball, and uh, the Nets won uh, yet again. So pretty good. Twelve and yeah. one in their last thirteen. Yeah, we were talking Eleven, last. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we were talking last night how the Wizards getting destroyed, not destroyed, but losing, kind of helped nah, you. I'm numb to it. Numb to it. it. Definitely Already? did help. Yeah, I don't wow. care about the NBA again. Wow. Got me interested with the Westbrook trade. Then it's even worse than John Wall. And then it uh, then it lost me with the Westbrook trade, basically. So and now you have the great baseball team in the Baltimore Orioles to root for. Thank God, <laughs> they at least give me joy when they lose. Do, do they really? Because at least they have a direction of where they're going. Like we understand what point in the rebuild we're in. The do Wizards you? have the Wizards have yeah. We're just at the part where we're just trying to develop talent now at this point and hope for the reinforcements to come. The All Wizards right, guys, have no quick idea. Quick question. Yes. Quick question. Um, I'm about to ch- like try to cancel my WWE Network subscription because I don't want to be charged. Is it just ending anyway? Yeah, because it says end. my subscription end date is April first. Yeah, it just ends. It just cuts off. And then yeah, so just they just turn it okay, off. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Just wanted to make sure they're not going to keep charging me. No, no, it's just ending. It's just ending. So yeah, okay. Um, we we, we can cool. start there. I didn't have that in the thing, but WWE is officially going to be on Peacock starting this week. So that, that's really big for them. No more WWE Network since 2014. It's been on the, the network has been a thing. And it's been honestly it's a really, really good standalone thing. And it, it's gone now. It, it's, it's on Peacock. I, I for the, like the short term, I think this is great, great investment. But long term, I, I don't know how this is going to work out. Well, initially for like me and Jesse, it works out well where we save $10 because we're both Comcast um subscribers in our household Connoisseurs. so we, so we yeah. get oh, the premium yeah, subscribers also work the premium package just by having you know comcast cable so we're saving ten dollars but it's like this was their way because other than because for a while with peacock it was marketed as the office streaming service that's basically yes. all they had you yeah. know it was literally they were describing the packages as the office commercial free all seasons of the office commercial free you know so this is their way of actually getting people to buy the service Simple as that. It really is because you're still going to be able to go in and under the WWE section and everything's just basically being ported over. And it's just NBC's way of getting people to get Peacock because, you know, they started it. Well, and then, you know, CBS dropped, you know, Paramount, which is its own thing. So this is their way of trying to get a leg up on it. Kind of like how Hulu has, you know, live sports, which we get hammered into our heads, you know, during football season, especially. Which they're about to lose a bunch because Paramount Plus is about to yeah, add a bunch onto theirs. That looks good. That so, looks really good. Paramount. Yeah, so, I think I'm going to get Paramount Plus. But that's the thing. Now it's Paramount Plus give us streaming money. services are just turning to an arms race. And that's kind of where this went was WWE just got money to get everything just dumped over there. And, you know, with major- two out of the three shows being on NBC Universal Properties of the USA Network, it made sense that eventually it would be eventually merged together to some capacity, whether it'd be carried on both. And then you could have either Peacock or the network, but now we're seeing it where they're just going exclusively straight up on Peacock and killing the standalone app. Well, and I mean, if you look at it for WWE, it's a huge win. They, 
pretty much started the network for the ability to try to sell it eventually, um, which is what they did. They kept all of their library. They literally just sold Peacock the rights to stream their stuff. So they really only made money out of this deal. Um, also, um, WWE varied between the network varied between 1.1 to like 1.5 subs- million subscribers. Originally, when the network started, they wanted that number to hit 4 million. It was never going to hit that. Now you look at Peacock with all the numbers that they have, they're at, they've already started at like 26 million. That is so many more eyes on the product. And then that helps them down the road with TV deals. Because now if you're watching the pay-per-views, there's definitely a chance that the TV ratings are going to go up. So WWE got a billion dollars, is making their market bigger, and it, yeah, I mean, that's that's really the big two. And you got to think, uh, too, you're, that- you're going to have older people, you know, say who watched during like the Attitude Era, who bailed out like if they got older, you know, say they subscribed to Peacock, and they might be like, oh, well, I get it, so I may as well watch it here and there that's kind of how i watch something that's kind of how i got back into it where we got like a free you know like a three-month trial of like the network because it was a promotion so i got back into wrestling then you know mid high school at some point 14 free trials yeah i mean (laughs) i did i started making i started making e i started making email addresses nice um just exclusively for the one month trials (laughs) horses in the back five 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 um but no no um no um this is fantastic Uh, like you said you guys are the best part is we're all saving money you guys are getting it basically for free i get my cost cut in half because peacock premium is only like six bucks so it's not like the 9.99 plus that they've been doing for a little bit now so we're all saving money um it's on peacock hopefully all the streaming works well for wrestlemania we don't have the problems like it was for wrestlemania 30 with all that streaming because that was the first pay-per-view on the network (laughs) But um, technology has advanced within the last seven years or so, so I have faith. But hey, um, and we're all, and we're all Office and Parks and Rec and and Community, all the NBC comedy. Yeah. So when they eventually all get ripped off of Netflix, at least we can still watch them. And I'll, I'll to, probably watch through Parks and Rec over. We don't, here we don't have to begrudgingly go get Peacock exclusively for that crap. Exactly, we have to do it for wrestling. But let's continue it outside the ring. There's a lot a lot of outside the ring news this week. Um, but one of the main things that broke out were that rumors that Andrade was requesting his release from WWE. He hasn't been used in the last couple months. So a lot of people saw this coming. He's in a relationship with Charlotte, which is a little shocking to see him request his, request his release. But as of late, apparently WWE denied his request. What are we making of this? Um, is he just going to sit out his contract or... Is he gonna just uh, try another to try to push him so he stays? What do we think is the outcome, and what do we make of the situation? Honestly, um, it's kind of, it's not surprising. I think this can go numerous different ways. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not. They haven't used him. Yeah, quite. Just to be frank about it, they haven't used him. Period. Um, I think this can go a lot of different ways. Um, obviously, it helps that Charlotte Flair is his fiance wife. I think they, fiance, they're married, I'm right? Pretty sure fiance. They're fiance. They're they're engaged engaged. at least. I know they're, yeah, but they're, yeah. So it certainly helps that when it's all said and done, the most decorated woman of all time uh, is your wife in the company and her father happens to be considered one of the top five greatest wrestlers of all time in the company. So I, I think they'll work things out. If Flair 
wasn't involved whatsoever, I think this would be exactly like the revival. Um, I think it could still end up like the revival kind of come back on TV. We'll give you, we'll give you a U.S. championship run. We'll give you a couple things here and there, but as of right now, it seems like in the main event scene, they don't think they have room for him. Period. Which is sad because he's such a good talent. But um, but I'd... also I noticed he yeah. kind of got shelved creatively once Selena Vega got fired. Yeah. Oh. Oh. There's multiple reports that Vince has said to him, "You want to be pushed? Learn English. Learn English. Yeah. Which which which, which, which is uh, crappy. Which uh, so is crappy. Cesaro learned English and it didn't help him at all. No, uh, but no, he's a great <laughs> talent. Um, I'd love to see him go back to NXT. It's not going to happen. I always say that for guys that aren't getting used, Alistair Black, a bunch of other guys. I forgot about Black. Uh, we all have. We Honestly, all have. I would, if he went to Impact, Ooh. oh, that would be good. I think Impact over AEW, because I don't know if AEW would use him necessarily. Yeah, right. they'd continue. But I think. Christian in the main event scene in AEW. I think Impact would give him a mouthpiece and would really help him. Yeah, and he and could be he could walk into Impact and be like the top guy in that company. A hundred percent, be on top. And that, that that's another guy too. Where I was watching NXT a couple of years ago, watching Alistair Black, I'm like, there's no way they can mess up this guy. Just the star you, power you he always, has and everything. We always do it. We always like, do that. We're yeah, they always do. like, you How? can't mess this guy up. And they find and a new then way. They do. And I'm saying that what, about Adam Cole right now, too. Legitimately, what WWE NXT guy that is just an NXT guy went up to the main roster and was a significant main eventer consistently? Like the, the biggest only- example is maybe Owens. Owens is probably the best out of all of them. You see, just NXT guy is the key word there because there was a bunch of those FCW guys. There's Rollins, there's Reigns, there's Wyatt. Well, yeah. But they already liked those guys. That's, That's the, thing. the thing. Drew McIntyre was put into the company no. as Vince McMahon's chosen one. They they strapped Rockets to Reigns at FCW. They put Reigns in the Shield when Punk didn't want him in the Shield yeah, when that yeah. was Punk's idea. So those those guys were picked already. Strictly NXT, like in our era of like let's say like 2018 on. The only one no I hits, could say just misses is it's very early to tell, and it could go very south from here. But the, so far, they're doing a really good job with Bianca. So far, but it's still oh, very oh, no. early. Take to women tell. out of it. Take women Ooh. out of it. Take the women out of it because they've done they've done Charlotte good. They've done true, Becky good. True, they've done true. Bailey, Sasha. They're all fine. The women's division is fine with NXT talent. They're going to do good with Rhea, but the men, the best one is probably Owens. Owens. And then and, ba- and Balor would have been different if yeah. he didn't get hurt, but but Owens also had like a year span. Balor would have been different, did... but as soon as he got hurt, and they Owens didn't had, use him. Owens yep. had like a year it's... where they just did nothing with him. Yep. And that was yep. Rusev for a while Shins- too. But Shinsuke then he... had a had a cool run, and then they didn't go anywhere with that. No, there's and literally nobody that look, they did well. Look at all the Ricochet. Like people, people <laughs> that loved Ricochet. That- and just doesn't even matter. They, it, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 
uh, let, let's let's continue though, because we have a lot to talk about in this episode. Or uh, the way we're going, we're ready to have to probably take a little break, but we don't know yet. But um, let's switch brands to AEW really quickly, and they had their Revolution pay per view a couple weeks ago, and we didn't get to talk about this last week or anything. But Christian Cage is back in the wrestling business. We saw him return at the Rumble. And he's back in AEW. The same people who were crapping at him being at the Rumble are cheering for him in AEW now. Yeah. But um, it's nothing. cool. I thought it was a cool signing. It, it brings some legitimacy, more legitimacy. Not, not saying it's, like when he went, it's like when he went to TNA. It, it's cool. It's, exactly. it's, it's a name. Yeah. You know? No, it's different. It is. It's different. TNA, he went and he main evented that company uh, okay he was tna until angle came you're right he you're was right. like he was their top guy and if you in go AEW, to he's definitely not okay and if you go to dynamite this yet. past wednesday he looks like he's starting a feud with the AEW world champion kenny omega Ab- oh absolutely but kenny's gonna beat him i yeah <laughs> Kenny's but... gonna beat everybody <sighs> I, I just don't like him walking into the company, the, signing a contract, and stepping into a world title picture. I'm all for they, him being there, elevating the young talent. I'm all for him being you there. Got, just, you got to strike when the iron is hot and when the people are watching. If Christian brings in views, you have to put him in the in the championship picture. He's not going to win. Kenny is going to win. We all – I think everybody should yeah, – would course, agree on that. But, like, but not I think if, if, if you have the option to get Christian Cage as a company, you take it. And I think this is another example of WWE probably just not valuing him the way that he thinks he should be. And I think that's fair. At this point, he is a bona fide legend. They could have done so much stuff with him and Edge. They could have done all these different things. And they probably just lowballed him again, like they did last time. Told him he wasn't going to do all those things that they probably had in mind. So he decided to take his ball and go somewhere else. And I think that's good. Because he had to do it in TNA before. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't blame him for going. Like I said, I th- it's a great signing. I like the signing. It's just use him as w- like not even how WWE. Just don't like praise him too much. Like have him in these mid card roles. Have him do what Sting's do and tagging with Darby Allen and stuff and building that next next future generation of AEW and not just having like even when on Revolution when Sting got the pay it was a fantastic match. Don't get me wrong, I love that cinematic match with Sting. I thought that was fantastic, but Sting getting the pin was not the right move in that match. Darby Allen should have hundred percent gotten the pin in that match. But they just need to – I know WWE does it too. I'm, I'm not saying WWE is perfect at all. They have their old guys go over. They have Goldberg in the main event, and I hate that. I hate Goldberg winning the titles and all that stuff. Neither company is perfect. Some They both do good. They both do bad. But they need to – both companies. Both companies need to start building their future talent. Both of them do. I, I, agree, I agree. But I'm going to give AEW more of a pass because they've only been a company for a year and they have no developmental. They, they so they kind of are relying on those names, but they have, to, they're relying on those names to bring in viewers and they do. I think they're building mid card guys that can be in the main event in a year or two, but they need that. They still need that time. Like Darby Allen, like they're going to rely on Christian and sting and Cody and Omega and Moxley for, and Jericho for that main event. For probably the next year or two and then what's when we're really going to see what the company is made of is when those guys clearly can't go anymore and if they keep 
putting them in that picture though, it's going to fail like it did with TNA. So I think as of right now, I have no problem with it. They don't really have any mid card guy to step up that I think can go into that role. So at least like Christian's there, he is a legit, you know, world champion. He's been a world champion in WWE and TNA. He is definitely a legitimate competitor. Um, and I think that helps them a good amount. And I much prefer oh, it over like a Goldberg signing. Oh, trust me, me too. I don't like Goldberg, but we'll, we'll have to like, like you said, we have to see yeah. in a year or two and see what happens with these, this company and see how they progress from here on out. It's very early to judge. Like you said, I do agree with that, but um, let, let's continue it outside the ring. And it was announced on Monday night raw that, uh, there will be fans at WrestleMania. They're aiming for about like forty to forty-five thousand a night. It's um, about seventy-five percent. Yeah. Of, yep. That's a uh, lot. Raymond James, which put it in perspective, the Super Bowl at the same stadium was thirty-eight percent. So it's about the same. It's been a couple months since the Super Bowl. Things are getting better. Vaccines have been more widely available. Yeah, but still in Florida. So it, it's Florida. It's Florida. You're right. You're right. But um, I'm I'm happy there's fans there. I really am. I'm I'm obviously not going. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I hope no one me. gets sick. I really hope no one gets sick. I pray no one gets sick. No one should be within like 50 feet of the ring. Uh, yeah, but the thing with WrestleMania too, why they're having more fans in the Super Bowl because they have all that floor space too. They yeah, so that'll help. Out. So it, it, there's nothing really to debate here. I don't think it's just a little it bit just, of news. It doesn't shock about. me. Um, not a little bit of news, sad news. If they wanted to get attendance yeah. from the beginning. Like they were pushing for attendance, you know, when everything was shut. Remember down. last year, the rumors were like they wanted to hold like an outside one here and there were some rumors. Yeah, so, around. Uh, something like so, that. Yeah. SummerSlam was supposed to be on like the Atlantic City boardwalk or that something. That would have been insane. We were, yeah, we were talking. Uh, that's like when we first like started up this podcast around that time too. So yeah, wow, we're coming up on a year pretty soon. Jesus. Um, uh, a few months. That's crazy. That's still crazy. Starting like July, I think, because baseball and everything started to come back. You're right. You're right. A um, little bit of sad news. Um, Becky Lynch's dad passed away. Just wanted to get that out there. Rest in peace to her. Prayers to her and all her family. And lastly, Asuka was injured on Monday Night Raw, which is a big blow because she is the Raw Women's Champion at the time. And Nia's running buddy, Shayna Baszler, kicked her in the head, which gave her a concussion. Uh, hopefully, I think she should be ready for WrestleMania. She has a bad... Um, I'd assume she'll be back by yeah, Mania. Yeah, yeah concussion should be okay. Hard to build a feud if she's... I think she'll be able to be on TV. I don't know for sure, but um, it, it sucks. It's kind of a blow having your Raw Women's Champion just injured during this time of year, but... They didn't care. But, but look who did it, too. It, it's not it's, Charlotte. It, it, mm-hmm. it's, whole, it's whole the whole buddies. It's Nia and Shayna. You know, they're known Wait, for, you're telling me? Asuka got hurt in a match that had Nia Jax in it? I am. I would never imagine that. I couldn't. Nia is such a safe worker. So safe. I couldn't imagine how that happened. Justin loves her whole. Oh. (laughs) Um, All right. That that does it for Outside the Ring. A lot lot of news in the last week and a half or so. We didn't do a podcast last week, but I'm glad we got through all of that debated a little bit talked about Andrade and Christian and all that but let's get into Monday Night Raw and like I said again we weren't didn't have a podcast last week and Bobby Lashley won the WWE title a couple weeks ago and now he retained against the Miz and their aim it's looking like it's going to be Lashley and Drew at Mania there's no sign of Brock with less than a month to go until wrestling I'm by me I I like it you you don't like Brock in general just for the namesake I can go Wrestlemania without him he just makes the match. I can go with a, a mania without. Yeah, but don't I'm, put him in the champion. That's the thing. Like, because ever since, other than the 
the uh, Dean Ambrose street fight in Ugh. Dallas. Oh, he's been in a title match, I think, every single year that he came back. Yeah, and we seen how he acted in that one where the title wasn't on. He just the didn't line. care. He did not. He care. didn't care. He showed up for that payday and he left. Yeah. Um. I think it'd be cool for the name just because like he never got like the rematch from Drew and he like, hey, I still want my title shot or something. Nah. I think it'd be cool, but and plus it adds having a triple threat match instead of a one on one. Uh, it, it adds to it. Like it, this, this match kind of needed. But they also the have threat. they have Heyman with Roman. And I don't know if they want to do Heyman with Brock. And Brock can't. I'm sorry, Brock can't talk. Still, country boy, he still can't talk. The country boy. He never. He never even tried to get better at promos once they gave him Heyman because he was like, "Well, if I ever come back, Heyman's coming with me." That was literally just it. So he never got better at any promos. So he can't talk. Yeah. Um. No, I agree. He can't talk. But um, like. I'm going back to WrestleMania 35 now. It, it, that that main event should have been Ronda versus Becky. That didn't need a triple threat with Charlotte, and it. it really didn't. No, but, but feel, they weren't. They wanted Charlotte involved in history, so that's why. Of course, been, but know. I feel like this one is kind of lackluster, if you ask me. Just Lashley and McIntyre, two guys who have been underused just for like many years, and are all of a sudden this, the last about this like year match and a half now should be on. The night in which Bel Air and Banks main event. I hope they and main 110%. I hope they main but event. But then the, the problem is going to become that then Raw does not have a main event. I'm fine. perfectly fine with that's SmackDown fine. main event I mean, both get, nights. Well, that's yeah, the thing. We're if all fine with that. Yeah. I don't think WWE is okay with that. Yeah, but then if they have a problem they with that, then don't have one both for winners. SmackDown, one for Raw. Then if that's the problem, if they have a problem with that, then don't have both friggin winners of each Royal Rumble go after SmackDown titles. Yeah, they did it to themselves from the beginning. Um, yeah, but SmackDown's been the better show, too. They deserve to have both main events, main eventing WrestleMania. Oh, by far. Yeah. I wonder well, if this is going to be like a, a new they took it's, I want, too. Like having Mania two two nights every year just because, you know, you have, the, nights, you have the... I think it's definitely a possibility. Yeah, yeah they're definitely. Right. I think they're going to do it. It's kind of like with the NFL adding the extra playoff game. They're not. You're not going back. And same thing with oh. baseball. It's, like it's, at, instead of like with baseball, it, adding the wild card game, the big multi-mans. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're getting rid of the big multi-man. Like they would, they would throw like 10 men into a money in the bank so that everybody would be on the card and everybody would get royal. And then that was, re- and that was replaced by the U S or intercontinental title. match. Uh, that was and the Andre, the giant Memorial battle. Royal. I, I was about that to bring Baron that up. Corbin one. Like, uh, they can't be having that this year with COVID, right? The battle royals and stuff, having like <laughs> 20, 30 guys in the mm, ring. I what? think they will. You think they will? I think they will. Well, I think they will. And they'll have, the, they'll have the the women's one, the fabulous moolah that they got rid That's of. So the fabulous That's so funny. That's so funny. But there's a lot the of fabulous guys. Fabulous moolah was a... Uh, yeah, no. Not a good person. Uh, Not a good person. Mm-hmm. No. Um, but... Uh, there's also a lot of guys that are like aren't going to be on the card at this point. It's looking like because Daniel Bryan's getting a little lost in the mix unless that turns into a triple threat instead. Orton, I mean, on Orton, Edge, Roman, and Bryan. Like, what's Bryan going to do at Mania though? Like, are they going to do an intercontinental ladder match or something? Because there's Owens too there, Maybe. and then there's Apollo Cruz where they're building up now, and Biggie's the IC champ. Who's he going to face out of all those guys? I think like, Cruz. 
but they're doing the match at Fastlane. Never so mind. I don't know. It might be a rematch then at Mania or Cruz. They can Wayne. do like a triple threat or a fatal four way. would be cool. That'd be they f- did a, what did they do at Mania last year? They did a fatal four way, didn't they? For the when US? they figure it out, it'll be clumsy. Was I, that honestly, the year before? I don't remember much of last year's WrestleMania at all, just because it was like, yeah, no right, in the there, right in the beginning of COVID. Important. It's very forgettable. Yeah. Very. Well, yeah. Well, and, and looking, going back to the original point of Lashley and McIntyre being like a potential main event. And it doesn't feel like those are two big names. Um, they want to coronate Drew again. They did it last year. They want to do it again. Well, they want people. Who That's was why. the biggest? Exactly, exactly. But who was the biggest like heel on Raw that they could do? There really Lashley. wasn't anybody. Mm-hmm. And then Lashley, Lashley. Don't get me wrong. Lashley is fantastic, and he's gone on a tear. And they have absolutely used him right. I just hate that he is getting his title he's gonna hold it for a month and he's gonna drop it right back to drew and then he's not gonna touch it again the best thing for lashley would be a roman reigns type run where he's just running through everybody and then a scrappy underdog beats him would be the best thing but that's not what they're doing yeah no um i agree and uh, let's just get into a couple more feuds are starting to pew up Brew up before WrestleMania. Now, one of them seems to be Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman. I called this a few weeks ago, the yeah, last yeah. time I watched Raw Live. It Justin it. did. You called I'm, it, and it's. I'm I not happy about it. I don't hate it because I don't like either of them, <laughs> and it gets both of them into one match. Out, of the, way. out of the way. Out of the way. Gets him out of the so, way. So Braun, Braun can't pull any like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna win the tag division battle royal for the fourth time. Or you know what? I want the tag belts. Give me the tag belts. So give me the new NXT women's tag titles. I want those too. Yeah, he can't just step into like he can't make it a triple threat with like Lashley, Braun, and, and Drew. So that's fine. No. Keep, keep them apart. Do a super gimmicky match. I'm sure Braun's gonna power slam Shane off of like a ladder. And I'm like sure Shane's going to hit like coast something. to coast through a table or something. No like holds it's barred, something. last man standing. It's going to be like a street fight or something. It's going to be a specialty match. It yeah, but did you guys so, get to catch the clips from Raw or no of that segment? Yeah. Of sort Shane of, yeah. just talking, uh, spitting dude, nonsense yeah. out. And I used to, I used to like, is like Shane, Shane the baby face? Yes. Is Shane the babe? He is. I don't okay. know. That's what I thought. Uh, I don't know. Well, Braun's um, the heel since he threw uh, Bray Wyatt into the uh, into the water. Oh, that was a thing too. Jeez, I forgot yeah. about it. that. Was the worst feud of the year according to what Dave Meltzer and company, which isn't even close to being worst feud of the year. There's a lot of other bad feuds that were in the company. There's way worse. Yeah, ones. way worse. But um, let's finish through Monday Night Raw. Then we're gonna take a quick break. Then finish with NXT and SmackDrown. Uh, let's see, Drew and McIntyre. Drew, Drew and McIntyre. Drew and Sheamus. Um. Oh. They're, they're brawling. They're having a match, I think, at Fastlane, too. They bumped heads with steel chairs, steel steps on their rams. heads. Um, it, it was a really good match. I just wanted to talk about, like, it was a good match. And another guy who's going to get lost in the mix come WrestleMania is Sheamus. Like, he's been doing some really good stuff ever since about, like, Survivor Series, putting on some really good matches, very underrated talent, and he's just going to get lost in the mix again because they're not going to have a battle royal, and I don't think they are. And they're not going to have a U.S. title thing with um, Riddle. I don't know. Riddle's not going to have a Sheamus for the title. Maybe he will. But it's just another guy who's going to get lost, and it's sad to say. But if we have no words, I can just continue it's- until the end of Monday Night Raw. 
I, I was just going to say it's, it's another thing. Um, it's kind of sad of like how Lashley's pulled into this. It's just a let's get Drew over thing. You can't like you. I understand you need to get Drew over as a champion, but you don't need to just create this vortex around Drew that just everything in the show is just used to put Drew over. Yeah. No, exactly. Like they're, I, I get they're building their star, and they have done a phenomenal job of building Drew. But like, enough's en- enough's enough. Sometimes enough's enough. That's why he's we start built. turning on people. He's, he's built. built, built, and that's why you don't need to keep building. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like they just keep having him win, but like he doesn't. They're like acting like he's an underdog. He's not an underdog. He held no. the belt for majority of the year. yeah that's why we turn on the fan like on the people like rollins and all that and roman when they built them up like they're built and they keep winning the titles over and over again like people say the fans are fickle but it it goes both ways honestly it's not just on the fans the fans are bored and they want to see someone new they want to see lashley win a title guarantee if that lashley title victory took place in front of a full eighteen thousand people inside of any basketball arena there would have been blowing the roof off of that place just because it's different Mm -hmm. it's new and it's exciting but having to doing the same old stuff with Drew just gets old after a while, even though I do like Drew. But um, lastly, on Raw, they're continuing this whole Fiend and Orton thing without Fiend being on TV and Orton spitting up black food. Uh, you can only do this for so long. They started it way too soon. It's dragging on. It's boring. I've lost interest. I don't care. That's exactly how I feel. Exactly how I feel. But you can just condense yep. it into five seconds instead of me dragging it on for another 10 minutes. So it's like the you. Jimmy Woo uh, meme. It's like that's an oversimplification. But oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like <laughs> exactly what you said. Like they started. It, as- they, it's go- they kept him off way too long. They kept Fiend December. off way too long. Since end of December. Yeah. Yeah, when, was the, when was the fire match? I think end of December. I'm pretty sure. TLC. T- TLC. 21st. The 20. 20- 21st or something 21st or 23rd that's four months almost and he's yeah. one of the hottest that's why been, raw sucks yeah. too he's not it'll be, around it'll be four and a half months basically yep. by the time he comes back at mania yeah yeah no yeah you, well and let's not forget the work that randy was doing before all of this randy was at the absolute top of his game for so long him and drew were carrying raw it got a little stale towards the end but the drew randy matches and the feud were very good at first Randy in his, you know, reinvigorated legend killer gimmick again was absolutely carrying Raw. And then when he wasn't, you had the Fiend to look forward to. And now that they've put them together and taken the Fiend off and put Randy in this spitting up black goo all the time is pretty much now his character. (laughs) um, It just, it doesn't, it's not, it's not good. It's made Raw a lot worse. And it was already bad to begin with, but that does it for this little bit. We're going to come back quickly after this quick little break. Talk NXT and SmackDown, so stay tuned. Don't click out of the video yet. We'll have more. All right, we're back here in the Sports Department Podcast talking some NXT Wednesday night, the best night of the week for wrestling. And we're going to talk about William Regal's announcements. Um, he had a couple of announcements this week. They're, they were scheduled to be two. And the main rumor that was going around was that NXT was going to be uh, moving to Tuesday nights and 
honestly, it didn't happen. I was kind of shocked that it didn't happen. I really thought that was going to be one of his announcements. Um, that's a that's a smart move if you ask me. Moving to Tuesday nights, but not nothing to talk about because it didn't happen. But his first announcement was that there will be an NXT takeover that will be two nights during WrestleMania week, Tuesday night and Wednesday night, which will be NXT takeover stand and deliver. How do we feel about a two night takeover? Is the first one is the first night stand, stand. and the second night deliver? <laughs> deliver. Um, and, they're, and they're just trying. To, a great they're, question. They're just trying to pair it with WrestleMania, which is fine. And I wonder though, since it's on Tuesday, right? Yes. I wonder if they use that then as a transition to post Mania. They go to Tuesday. Well, what they're doing, um, could be, could be. But what they're doing is the Tuesday night one is on the USA Network, and mm. the Wednesday one is only on Peacock. Oh God! Of course it is. Well, what we need, of course, is you get it for Peacock. free. Yeah, we have Peacock, so it doesn't matter. But um, but see, notice how the USA one's on Tuesday, though. So that make that I wonder if that's how they're going to transition. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. Yeah, it, it, it could be the transition. But yeah. um, they, they've been building up a lot of different feuds, a lot of different feuds recently, and it, they built up a kind of title feuds too. And speaking of titles, his second announcement was that NXT is getting their own t- women's tag team championships. I like this and I don't like this at the exact same time. Um, I'll start going with my opinion on this and I'll just say that ha- they have a lot of women in that NXT. A lot of them that could be showcased a lot more than they already are. The best women's division in all of wrestling combined, better than Raw, SmackDown, Impact, AEW, whatever you want to call it. Uh, AEW is on the rise though. I will give them that. Their division has gotten better, but they have the best women's division. They get tag team titles. That's great. Uh, I guess... Vince was afraid, even though he doesn't use the titles much on the main roster, to lose those titles down to NXT. Like, I don't like I having two sets of women's titles. That ruins the main titles because they have to defend them on all three brands when you have the main titles. Now it's just basically Raw and it, SmackDown. It's almost their way of I being. think they got tired of trying. Like, they didn't, they clearly never wanted to do NXT yeah. matches my, for them. My, they never did them. <laughs> the way I think it is, it's their way of sort of reestablishing as, yeah, you got NXT's on the main cable networks, but it's still developmental. So you're getting your own belts that are a notch below the main card belts. And they've done that numerous times. Like, you, uh, you know, Clark liked to say NXT was the main roster. And I don't, I don't think they don't consider it main roster. They, don't, they really they don't. don't. No. Um, it, it's as the NXT you know, people when they got do. the TV deal. Yeah, the oh the NXT people write it like it's better than the main roster, but yeah. it's it's very much still they treat it like it is developmental. Um, I think it it kind of hurts the women's division in the general of WWE because now there's even more on the main roster that are going to be pushed together because, like you you need. You, if you made new belts for NXT, you obviously still want to do something with these women's tag titles on the main roster. So are they just going to start, you know, putting like they did with the Elimination Chamber uh, when they first started? They just had like four teams in there that weren't actual teams. Random teams. So, yeah, but um, the way I like yeah. what they're doing with the team so far in NXT is that Dakota and Raquel have been a team for a while. Uh, Shotzi and Ember mm-hmm. kind of formed during the, the women's dusty. So that's sort of a team that together too. Mm-hmm. Indy and Candice are a good team. Uh, and then you have Casey, Casey and um, Caden Carter. You have those two. So you have four teams right there and they're, they're bound to build a different team. I think the Robert Stone brand is a team they can start building up. 
Uh, there's a couple other just like new signees too, like some Stark lady I think they brought in. So they have a couple teams do that, but back to the women's tag team titles. So Regal said that the winners of the women's SD cup on that he said are getting the titles. So that's Dakota and Raquel. So they get the titles and then Ember and um, uh, what's, what's, what's I just said her name. Shotzi. 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 It's her birthday the, today. Happy birthday, Shotzi. Um, challenged them for the titles later in the night. And we'll get to that right now. And they lost the titles in about less than an hour of holding them to Dakota and Raquel, but for good reason, probably. But what, what should they have just not given Dakota and Raquel the titles and just had a match for them in general? I mean, um, yeah. <laughs> or I guess this gives them the reason to get a rematch, but because like they won it and then they lost them, so they're entitled to a rematch. And they can formally win them, I uh, guess that yeah um it also gives them the title of being first no matter what that hey we were the first champions even though we held it for champions yeah i'm just glad the belts exist and they can focus on themselves rather than have to bring down naya and baszler or whoever wins them eventually and all that crap the girls they're terrible Um, but the real reason why they probably did this is because well Io, io shirai retained her title on NXT against Tony Storm. Then after it, they cut to a little backstage thing that looks like they're finally setting up Raquel and Io, which is probably going to be one of the matches at NXT TakeOver. We, we've been calling this, I feel like, for months now, and f- finally they're going through with the plan and seeing the star potential in Raquel after beating Rhea Ripley and obviously being the first women's tag team title holders in NXT. And it looks like they're finally running with this. So... I'm 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 all for it. I'm all for a Raquel run if, if that's what it comes to. Yeah, no, it's good. Um, I yeah, yeah, I I like it. You like it, perfect. Yeah, I like it. It's good. Short, short and sweet, right to yeah. the end. Um, Balor also. Now, retained... we, we've said we've said on this multiple times. We all love Raquel. She's a we star. She's a star. She's a star. We love her. Um, getting more to the title matches on NXT. Balor retaining against Adam Cole in a takeover worthy match. Really good. Close near falls and all that stuff. But the real stuff happened at the end and after the match where Kyle O'Reilly kind of returned after his little injury scare and looking in this like biker outfit type thing and basically kind of cost Adam Cole the match due to some to, due, due to distraction and then ripped off the undisputed armband off of Adam Cole officially ending the era. Um, I feel like they, 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 did they do this too soon? Feeling like Kyle O'Reilly coming back? Should they have waited like till a takeover match? Or I would have had him come out at takeover, you know, and just kind of either screw. I would have had him Cole. come back like the week before, week before, and then set up the takeover match. Yeah, because well, now that's there's too much downtime. Man. Yeah, there's a lot of downtime. Exactly, and that's probably a match of takeover O'Reilly and Cole probably gonna maybe steal the whole WrestleMania week that match right there. Uh, just the chemistry they have together and how talented they are. But um, it, it, the pieces are starting to finally fit now. We kind of see their vision of what they're doing. And also at the end of NXT, Cross, Karrion Cross appeared behind Finn Balor. And that seems like the route they're going with there. Cross, who never lost his title because he had a relinquish due to injury. So we kind of have like our separate paths of where we're going for TakeOver and a lot of different feuds going on, which is why it's probably two nights. Yeah. They, it's kind of like WrestleMania is doing it just to pad the capacity, but they are doing it because they they out of plenty of people to fill in two cards. Yeah, no, you're right. And I'm pretty sure from like Monday through Sunday, there's some sort of wrestling on television somewhere. Yeah. 
Monday, you got Raw. Tuesday, Wednesday, TakeOver. Thursday, well, Thursday. Hall of, Thursday oh, the Hall of Fame. Friday, SmackDown, Saturday. Oh, Sunday. Molly Holly's going to the Hall of Fame. Didn't talk about that one. I, I did not talk about that one. Yeah, no. she was the first. Same, one reason one. Why, same reason why Clark didn't like Captain Marvel. I loved Captain Marvel. Holy <laughs> crap. I just didn't like her in Endgame. She's a pain in the butt in Endgame. She shows up in the beginning in Endgame. So, oh, I have to go protect the universe. And we don't see a glimpse of her until the end. Like, Boilers. Probably getting like a martini at the bar down in South Beach or something. We don't know what she was doing all that time. There were no cameras. Spoilers, Clark. Spoilers. I, it came out two years ago. Endgame came out two years ago. <laughs> that, that, that's that's more than enough. Uh, no, that's cool. That's the Hall of Fame class. Wonder who else will go in as the headliner. Uh, Definitely won't be Christian or Big Show. Won't be Christian um, or Big Show. But Savio Vega is apparently appearing on the bump this week. So he might be the next one. He'll probably go in then. So, But congrats to Molly Holly. Um, I forgot to put that on the rundown. I think I meant to put that on too. But um, congrats to Molly Holly and um yeah that's awesome that was a really cool moment with hurricane and mighty molly and all that stuff on the bump hurricane cool. started crying i know he just he started losing it. he was like more <laughs> he was more emotional than she was <laughs> yeah, she, i kind of feel like she fake cried in a way just to make it feel like yeah yeah like it didn't look like, like a bigger she was deal. like oh my yeah. god and it was like <laughs> after yeah. it but um no it was that's like cool. why don't you just wipe away there was no tear <laughs> yeah um, but no she was very underrated during the day very um for her time fun fun fact about molly holly she had to pitch to vince to shave her head to get a women's match at mania so sad they weren't gonna do it and then molly said i will put my belt on the line and my hair and you can shave my head please just get me on mania and vince was like fine we'll do it wow yeah no she herself pitched it um, yeah, no, that, that how far we've come. Yeah, how far we've come. Might have a second women's main event at WrestleMania, which we all hope so. But um, let's get into Friday Night SmackDown now. And uh, last, like I said, again, we didn't have a podcast last week, so we couldn't talk about the new Apollo Cruz embracing his Nigerian roots. Um, I'm not one to really talk about this, but as a white male, I kind of feel like it's a little bit racist to me. It's a little, it's a little borderline racist. Um, I don't know how the black community feels about this. I don't know how Nigerian people feel about this, but it's very borderline racist to me because Apollo Cruz in real life does not speak with an accent like that. Very similar to how Black Panther speaks with an accent. He does not speak with an accent, but he he's, he's he's doing it and he's embracing it and all that stuff and he has like a big like swordish type knife thing that he carries with him with his bodyguards and stuff is, is this a little borderline racist or how, how are you feeling about this um i mean it's I, not I attitude would, era if it, it kind of is if it was if it was in yeah, the attitude it's not, it's not attitude era but <laughs> i mean if, if it propels him to an intercontinental title or a world title. Hey, good, good for him. That's cool. I, I like, I like the idea of pushing him and giving him a character in general because he was just all Mister Smiley guy who can do flips and stuff, basically like Ricochet. But um, I like the idea of giving him a character. But was the accent necessary? And was all like the like the gear is cool, but was like the big sword knifey thingy necessary and all that? I mean, Drew has a. Spe- a sword also that's his heritage that's like he's yeah. from scotland he was born in scotland and all that yeah was born in was born in sacramento it's exactly. a little it, it's a little early to tell i'll just kind of see where it goes yeah 
Yeah, definitely. Vince doesn't have a great track record with these kinds of things. That's the thing. Like they made Kofi Hakeem the African Dream or situational awareness. God, Hakeem the African Dream. Um, yeah, Kofi had his fake Jamaican accent, but at the time we didn't know it was fake too. But um, that's true. Interest, interesting stuff with Apollo Crews. I, I hope I hope it works out for him. I really do. He's very talented, a good guy all around, family man. So I hope that works out for him. But, um, At least they're giving him some character. He's not the guy that just smiles a lot. That, you know? That's the point. He has a character now. But um, basically with SmackDown, though, they've just kind of been doing the same feuds and not much to it. Like Rude and Dolph with the Street Profits, Bianca and Sasha are challenging for the women's tag titles. What wasn't the strongest episode of SmackDown, if you ask me? It was nah, just it like was, kind of rehashing. Yeah, you know, it was Why a is bound Rude to and Dolph a thing. The dirty dogs, man. They're dirty. Justin, I know. Justin, tell me how you feel about the Rude and Dolph Ziggler uh, tag team. Uh, I, don't, I don't like Dolph. Uh, no, I, uh, no Dolph, I, I don't care about. I really don't care about Dolph. It doesn't matter. And Bobby Rude is just another glorious. Number. He's another number at this point. Like he was cool when he came over, but they once haven't done shit with him. Basically, another he, another he, NXT hey, NXT champion. That's what I'm saying. It's another NXT. <laughs> they guy. said they said this is the embodiment of triple H Bobby Roode is the embodiment of triple Aren't they H like the same age and then they moved and they moved him to the main roster and he didn't do anything no remember Roode and Gable were a tag team oh that was, that was a thing oh look at Chad Gable I kind of like this tag team even now they kind of just like throw him with tag team but him and Otis kind of like the wrestling background they both have like the amateur wrestling background and all that stuff and like them being heels like kind of like Jesse and Festus but like t- times like five i kind of i kind of kind of mess with it i I like that a lot i'd like to see him get a tag team title run there um but like gable's good yeah gable's really good if you put gable in nxt like he's i'm sorry i think he's on the same level as like an adam cole and like a kyle o'reilly like he can put on those matches i think (laughs) i think he's capable yeah he's just short I, so they don't like it. I think he's capable. I think he has the wrestling skills. I just don't think he, obviously, well, that's not his fault. He doesn't have the character for any of that. Um, a Kurt Angle type character would be great for him. Um, he should have been Angle's son. Jason Jordan. Everybody wanted him to be Angle's son. He did Angle's moves. <laughs> yeah. He did them. Yeah. And then they were like, Ladies and gentlemen, Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan was his son. I miss Jason Jordan. He's very talented too. Um, but uh, they're just doing the same feuds and stuff on SmackDown. It's I, mean, I guess special. it is. You could tell Jordan's uh, Angle's son because they both have a broken freaking neck. It's hereditary. You think, <laughs> do you think they probably wouldn't because he is like a backstage producer and everything? break his neck. But if he could ever get cleared... Do you think he would go to AEW? No, no. they've done so much WWE's for him. He's never gonna do. At his okay. low point, right. Jason Jordan, mm-hmm. like they gave him that job of being a producer or whatever. Like, like same with like Tyson Kidd. I feel like too. Like they they've done so much for those guys after they lost their profession that they couldn't do anymore because of injuries and stuff. So I think they're just too grateful to go anywhere else. I really do. I think I, I hope they're good people deep down like that that wouldn't turn their back on the company that gave them like a second chance in a way like that um but uh well last thing with smackdown then we're gonna wrap this up uh there's supposed to be a contract signing for brian and roman it went down you know how contract signings always end in wwe it ends in a big brawl and it no one goes to the table anymore 
No, I know, right? Because they put the stupid. It's because metal that table. became that became too predictable, so they had to get rid of that. They just flip but then it over. one day they'll yeah. add it back. They flip it or throw it out the ring. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go through. Go through the metal table. Ooh, mm-hmm. look at you getting all hardcore. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but basically, out of all this, it wound up being saying that Edge is going to fight on SmackDown next week um, versus Jey Uso. Winner is the special enforcer, whatever that means, at Fastlane for Brian and Roman's match. It's just cool to see Edge wrestle on SmackDown. That's all I got out of this for the most part because he hasn't wrestled on SmackDown since, like, what? 11 2011 when he retired this is a good way of pushing the wrestlemania feud forward without having them go at each other directly yeah Yeah. and also it's a good warm-up match for edge i was thinking too because he hasn't stepped in the ring in an actual physical televised match or anything since the rumble since the rumble and then i know he lasted an hour or so in the rumble but like that was you're not it's not the same he's also only had essentially then three matches in like 10 years yeah no, you're right. You're 100 mm-hmm. right. He had his entire match. Two, two of them are with Randy, who's one of the safest workers of all time. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. literally, wasn't it the the last man standing match, and then it was the greatest wrestling match, and the greatest and, wrestling, and then nothing. Match. Nothing he got, hurt. got hurt, and then the well, rumble, and before all that, his last one was with Alberto Del Rio in his retirement match. Oh. Thank God that didn't retire him permanently. Thank God it, it was still. Del Rio. It was at least a good way to go out. He want he retained his belt. Yeah. At Mania and then retired. Yeah. That was kind of cool. It was sad that like it came out of nowhere. And I'm like, and Jesse, I know you sent this in the group chat earlier. You're seeing all the edits online of the world heavyweight title being on like Roman Reigns and stuff. Got to bring Edge, that back. If Edge wins at Mania, does he bring back the title? No. He never lost. No. 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 I'd like I don't it. Think though. There's any chance. If they, if oh, they, I would love it. If they updated it a little bit, that'd be nice. Just but I don't like, even think they need to update it. I think that belt is so pretty. Yeah, it's I have just it so nice. I have it on like my TV stand that belt. Like when I was younger, I got yeah. that belt. I have it right there. And just all they have to do is change the logo up top from the scratch logo to the new clean cut one. And th- th- that's uh, that's all they got to do. Literally, that's all they got to do. I think that'd be perfect because it's like Edge actually gets the belt. He didn't lose back. Then I think that'd yeah. be perfect for the first time. I think it's that, there's man. not enough WWE signage on it is the problem for them you you can't look at that and immediately well what they could do is what you could do is then put the side plates where you can put the little stupid things on it yeah i totally agree but i think they want wwe on the championship for the big one they want it as the biggest thing. Well, and, you can like, Cena, Cena did his stupid belt because it would spin and it had. I'm, it, I love that it, belt. It, it, it was so lie. bad, but God, I love it. Me too. But like that's well, that's, that's like smart. our that was like that was like our championship that was for so it was, long. It was our championship growing up. That one in the World Heavyweight, like the yeah. spinner in World Heavyweight. Because we didn't we didn't have the the Winged Eagle one, the Attitude Era that. one. No, I was I was too young also for the um. Undisputed one just missed that one. Right. Oh yeah. The undisputed one does look good. The one before that, the Austin Triple H undisputed one is fantastic. I like that. No, one. I think it's ugly. The blue one. I like that one. Oh, I think it's terrible. I, I think see it's a picture. I don't know off the top of my head what it looks like. It's, so the, attitude era. it's the attitude era belt. The all oh, the circle one. Yeah. I like the regular winged eagle one better. Mm. Like the the, the yeah. regular eagle one from like a couple years before. I don't the, mind the it. Shawn it's, Michaels one. Yes, I like the Shawn Michaels one. It's not my favorite. It's not my least favorite, but it's okay. But um, we're off track here. And that does it for this episode of the Wrestling Recast Sports Talk Podcast. Um, thank you guys all for listening so much to this episode. Us three appreciate it. Joe and Steve who aren't on this episode appreciate it as well. Um, 
make sure you guys follow us on our social medias on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Sports Depth Pod. That's Sports D-E-P-T Pod. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from. I know we still have a couple more baseball podcasts to do before the season starts breaking down each division. We have, we have, uh, wait, we have the Wests we have to do still, the West and the East. Yeah, so, we'll get there. We got, we'll get few there. Weeks. we got a few weeks. Uh, uh, basketball one's coming really, really soon. Free agency, probably, because free agency officially starts Wednesday at noon-ish or a little afternoon. Um, so that's exciting, too. But all those podcasts are coming. Maybe hockey. I don't really care. Um, maybe hockey. <laughs> but um, Fast Lane's next week, so predictions and breakdowns, so that's coming. So stay tuned to all that fun stuff, and we'll see you in the next episode. Mm-hmm.